going into a family Christian bookstore of all places. People don't know me. They don't know why I'm there, who I am, what my background is. But yet I was so desperately looking for something to fill a massive void in my life and finally found it was Christ. Hey everybody, welcome back to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. I'm your co-host, Amber Archer, and always with me is my husband and business partner, Mark. Husband and wife, too. You have to say hi. (laughs) (laughs) All right, today it is November 24th, Tuesday. We are just a couple days away from Thanksgiving. So if you have not got your turkey out of the deep freezer yet... (sighs) Because mine's still in there, and I just thought, I better get it out. And if you haven't placed an order somewhere, it's too late. That's right. So. (laughs) Oh, on today's episode, we are doing just attitude of gratitude. Oh, we have so much to be thankful for, even during Mm -hmm. this COVID season, if you would call it that, even though I hate saying that word, COVID. Mm -hmm. Well, we both just realized that we need to break from time to time from i mean talking about obscenity oh my gosh is heavy and there's a there's more of that to come but not today not today not, i am I, not I'm, this week we're we're just gonna take it gonna easy take a break this week and just love you we have enough to worry about don't we let's, yeah, that's let's right. think about yeah. something else so we're thankful thankful that you are here thankful <clears throat> that you are listening and taking time out of your day we so appreciate you mm-hmm yeah, and uh, we want to say congratulations to... Oh, yeah, Angie Pender. Angie, Sister Angie, Sister I like Angie. to call her. Sounds like, sounds like the nun, Sister <laughs> Angie. She won last week's trivia. Oh, of the tirade of the obscenities. <laughs> That's as much of the, of the obscenities as we'll talk about today. I was surprised that it took as long as it did. It went almost, almost a whole week, and, and she was the first one to get it. It is... The snippet was from A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. Incidentally, do you know where that that film story was was supposed to take place? No, I have no idea. Indiana. Okay. But they didn't shoot it in Indiana. Uh-huh. Do you know where they shot the film? No. Is there a reasoning behind this that you know as well? How much of this trivia, how far down this rabbit hole can we go? <clears throat> I don't have a trivia of this. I'm just okay. I'm just quizzing you. I don't know. I have, no, I have no idea. It was shot in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. And the house is still there. In fact, somebody bought it and restored it to look like it did in the movie. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> we'll take a trip. Stop by. <laughs> so that is, uh, yeah, but I didn't realize... I mean, as many times as I've watched the film, I didn't realize it's supposed to take place in Indiana. But yeah. It is. So, um, so congratulations to Andy or Angie. I don't have uh, a new <laughs> trivia this. We're going to take a break from trivia this week too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're just going to uh, take a break. Everybody just, needs a break. Just everybody yeah. chill. Yeah. But I made a list of things I am thankful for. Uh-huh. Do, do you have things you're thankful for? I always have things I'm thankful for. Okay. Do you want me to start? Oh, sure. All right. So things that I am thankful for. Number one. Oh, you have a whole list. Yeah, I made a list. Here it is. (laughs) I prepared. (laughs) I'm prepared every day. (laughs) I am grateful, number one, for the Lord's grace and the Lord's mercy. Mm -hmm. And I made a note here. Grace 
is getting what we don't deserve. And mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't uh, gone back into the archives and listened to our collective stories mm-hmm. together, Unshattered Part 1 and Part 2, um, then you should do that. And uh, we just basically shared our testimonies. Mm-hmm. And so much to be thankful for today. So much to be thankful for, for both mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. And I'm just grateful that I am not, uh, that the Lord spared me from a lot of the, a lot of the consequences that I should have mm-hmm. had to bear for yeah. the decisions I was making. Yeah. And, and I think, and in two, like first Thess- Thessalonians 5.18, and it says, give thanks in all circumstances and i think it's it's hard for people to do that sometimes especially right now and Mm -hmm. and there's so much stress but honestly let us just be thankful for for everything that we have it was interesting um um, our two-year-old caitlin she was digging around through some loose change in the house and she brought this this little coin over and it was so interesting and I had to go back and tell Mark and I told him, I said, you know, I should really share this story because it was, it was such a pivotal time in my life. And it's this token. And on one side, it says one day at a time. And it's got just all these little flowers and things engraved in it. And on the other side is the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. And I bought this for myself before I knew the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I was walking around the family Christian bookstore over by Hobby Lobby on Coldwater Road. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that I used to go into that place because it felt safe. And I could walk around and read all of the scriptures. And I just remember buying this for myself one day at a time. Listen, you guys, I was a drug addict, an alcoholic, a stripper. I mean, every day I got up and I went into these places where I was employed and dealt with some of the most sick, vile individuals Mm -hmm. all day long. And so it was just interesting how going into a family Christian bookstore of all places, people don't know me. They don't know why I'm there, who I am, what my background is. But yet I was so desperately looking for something to fill a massive void in my life and finally found it was Christ. (laughs) And isn't it interesting that, that even at that time in your life that you said you felt safe? Yeah, it was, it was safe to go in there. It was calm. It was pretty. Mm -hmm. It was orderly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was a bookstore. And it was a bookstore. I mean, I love uh, we have a lot of books here. I love to read. You love to read. Uh, our daughters are learning to be avid readers. Oh, yeah. And, you know, in here in um, here in Fort Wayne, where we live, we have a couple of pretty good used bookstores. But the one that is the most fun is like, it's almost like it belongs in Hogwarts. <laughs> and yeah. it's, if you haven't been to Hyde Brothers... <laughs> Uh, down on Wells Street, mm-hmm. and it's for those of you who aren't in in Fort Wayne, 
Hyde Brothers is just it's a it's a used and antique book dealer, and it's in an old hundred plus year old building in an old part of downtown, and it is stacked floor <laughs> to ceiling, literally, literally front basement. to back. The basement is complete. <laughs> the The basement is usually where I go because that's where all the science fiction books mm-hmm. are, and you know that that safe feeling i think mm-hmm. part of it is just being surrounded by books and books make things quiet yeah and well, there's not usually a lot of people in there so you just go in there and down in the basement it'll just be dead quiet except for you know you'll hear people walking around up mm-hmm. above and the floors creaking, creaking. Oh, yeah <laughs> and then you just you'll hear uh you know, just the, the buzzing of a fluorescent light or something, mm-hmm. but you can just get lost in a place yeah. like that. But Elizabeth and I love to go to Hyde Brothers and just, just hang out and yeah. just look at books. And I, unfortunately, I buy books faster than I can read them. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> kind well, of a book hoarder. Well, it's like, it, you know, Hyde Brothers, it's, it's a classic place. And it's like the antique shops. We love we love to go in antique stores mm-hmm. and look at things. I, I mean, there's just treasures. There are treasures from things, days gone by. Because you feel like you're connecting with mm-hmm. another era where maybe things made more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think to to our generation, I, I know we're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. No, it's like I'm, I'm thankful for people who have come before us. Who have who have made a way and have rich rich stories to tell, and things of overcoming mm-hmm. and you know. So I'm th- I'm thankful for people. I'm thankful mm-hmm. for stories. I'm I'm thankful for individuals who take a stand and have courage, and just the model that they leave and have left behind for us. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I have I have a fun story because okay. we're coming up on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And thinking of Hyde Brothers and Christmas. So last year, it was maybe, I think it was, might have been even on Christmas Eve. It was real close to Christmas. And Elizabeth and I went into Hyde Brothers. And I, a lot of times I'll, I'll hit the sci-fi section and then go over upstairs into the next building over, which uh-huh. they've knocked out the wall and you can go into the next building. And that's where they have... Um, Bibles and things like that, but they also have old car manuals. <laughs> yes. So I'm in there and I'm looking at old car manuals and I found one that caught my eye was for a 1986 Nissan Maxima. Okay. <laughs> and the reason this caught my eye is because we had... A 1986 Nissan Maxima when, when I was when I was a kid, you know, growing up like in high school. So I remember this car very well, and I remember that we had that same manual because <laughs> I would help my dad work on it from time to time. We didn't do major repairs, but I remember the manual, <laughs> and I would very often just get the manual and just like look through it, <laughs> right. like how, because they you know they show you how to take everything apart. And so I picked this manual up and I thought, oh, yeah, I remember having a Nissan. And I opened this book up and inside the front cover is the original sales receipt (laughs) for this book and whose name is on it. 
<laughs> but my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you buy that and give I it to him? I bought it. Yes, yeah. it was his. It was the exact same <laughs> manual that we had for all those years. That's and so then, crazy. And then they had sold the car and because <laughs> and. Uh, I assume that the manual disappeared in the garage sale at some mm-hmm. point and that it ended up back in town or maybe never left town, but yeah. it was there in that bookstore and I found it and it still had his name on the sales receipt. <laughs> so I bought it and I had, I, you know, I wrote something on the inside and I gave it to him kind of as a, what we call a legacy gift. Yeah. <laughs> and, just, <clears throat> and I just thought, uh, anyway, that's my, my Hyde Brothers story. Well, so. there you go. So what else are you thankful All for? All right. Now, my number two here, I just, I've got, I'm grateful for the Word of God, the mm-hmm. Bible, which gives us a true reference point for everything in this life. And isn't that just what we need right now? Yeah. A beacon of hope. The one thing that we can always go back to that we know is true, because everything, everything is, seems like it's spinning out of control right now. Everything in the world feels like you can't trust it. You can't rely on it. Everyone, everyone's lying to you about everything. I mean, that's, that's what it feels like. Yeah. And we, we deal with that the same as everyone else. We have the same concerns that everyone else does about the things that we see and the things that we listen to. And that is why it is so crucially important. The only way that we keep our sanity is we get up every morning and we read scripture together mm-hmm. because well, it, you got to start with the true plumb line of life. Mm-hmm. And it just made me remember when we were just reading this morning in Second Corinthians 4, <clears throat> And it says, but we in Second Corinthians 4, 7, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. And I just think in, in just just Paul reminding us that when we think that we're at the end of our rope. We are never at the end of our hope. And I thought that was such mm. a such a good lesson this morning as we got up, you know, because like everybody, just fighting, fighting the daily um, barrage mm-hmm. of garbage, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and it just can so beat you down. Yeah. And you don't realize you don't realize how the the toll that it's taking on you until uh, for me i can usually feel it at the end of the day oh yeah you just feel tired you just feel beat down because you've been <laughs> in a in a spiritual way in a figurative way you've been holding your shield up deflecting these things all day all day and you're just tired yeah and uh, we feel it we get it um, so if you feel that way, you're, don't lose hope. <laughs> don't lose hope. Our, our hope is in the Lord, right. and, and the Lord has given us his word. It is right, it's it strange. is true, and it is mm. all true. Yeah. Every last word. Um, here's one that you'll like. Okay. Number three that I had. I am grateful for messy floors and dirty dishes. <laughs> you know me too, <laughs> even as much as I want to complain about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and the reason is because those are signs of life. Yeah. And they are signs of family. And I will never forget 
how empty my life was before I met my love. Mm-hmm. And we started building our life together. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, people with kids, you relate. Especially if you've got small children and they <laughs> leave messes all over. Mm-hmm. Like ours do. I don't know if anybody else's kids do that, but I know ours do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone else Tell has, me it's has, not just has us. these perfect children, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just want a clean house mm-hmm. and I could just, just pull my hair out, but then... I stop and I just look around and I'm like, you know what? Those dishes, they're going to be there. I'd mm. rather go and snuggle with my kids. Mm. I would rather go read a book. <laughs> just let's be grateful and thankful that we have this time. Our, kid, our kids are only with us for a certain certain amount of time. Yeah. They're not always going to be here. Yeah. And the world that they're stepping out into is an ugly one. I mean, when I see dirty dishes, I can be I can either be frustrated or I can remember what I have to be thankful for. Their dirty dishes are a sign that we have food, and that Absolutely. we and and that we have had another day to uh, be together as a family around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. You know, messes on the floor, or they're just signs of life. I, mm-hmm. I you remember when we first met? Oh yeah, and. The first time that you saw <laughs> my apartment and describe it, <laughs> um, I was like, um, "Well, it's it's not hard to describe. I mean, it's like you just walk into this museum type. It was it was Very, pristine. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> this is not how I grew up. This is not how I live. We're just gonna mess this up right away." <laughs> like, we need things out of place here. This can't be. This cannot be. <laughs> now my office was a different story. That was that was a different story, but but it, it was interesting. I think it was I, it was just interesting because it was so void of activity, and it was yeah. so odd. To- well, it was a museum that I I came and went from, and I slept there. Yeah, and occasionally ate there, but I didn't have. There was no joy there. It was because yeah. I was just alone. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had this this memory of and this was this was the the year the christmas before we met and i remember coming home uh on christmas eve mm-hmm. and i think i had been at mom and dad's uh probably went to christmas eve service and i had i was having i was having a rough time in life anyway mm-hmm. And I had had problems. I had had problems with my car. My my. Uh, that always seems was, to happen was, when you're, you know. <laughs> right. It was, and so Angle. I had I had to leave my car at mom and dad's and borrow my dad's car just to get home, because my snazzy little sports car had this ignition problem and it had left me stranded several times. And oh. so I was pretty defeated. And I came home to my apartment. And someone had parked in my spot, right? So I had a park. Just uh, wham, bam, yeah, thank I, you, I, ma'am, I one had, after another. I had a, a carport, and somebody had just helped themselves to it. They were visiting from out of town. And there, and there was, like, nowhere to park. <laughs> and so I was just, it was just, like, one gut punch after another. <laughs> And I just remember. So, if you are single right now, we 
see you. Yeah. You are loved. I do feel your pain. I, I, I just remember how, just how defeated. I think I, I just about cried. It yeah. was just very hard. Yeah. Um, but uh, all that to say now, I am grateful for everything that we have and that I don't come home to an empty home. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... That leads to point number five is that I'm grateful for family. Yeah, absolutely. I'm grateful for number six, second chances at life and career. Any oh thoughts, comments, questions, oh, concerns? Second chances. I, I just I just think of what a miserable failure of a way of life I had created for myself early mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And especially second chances. I mean, coming to know the Lord. Mm-hmm. Living a completely different life. Mm-hmm. I have no, I have no idea who that person was. What on earth? What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I, I always think that. Like I look back and I go, I have zero, zero clue. I don't even, I don't recognize that person. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Um, but just always, always being so thankful for yeah. the things that I have now. Never, never wanting more. Being content with the things that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know what it looks like. On the other side of that, well, and I, I think when when thinking about those people that we both were, and the reason why I always point people back to listen to our testimonies is the reason is you'll never know how good it is with Christ until you know how bad it was with without Him. Without, yeah, and I think and it's not something to it's not it's not like. We talk about it to dwell on it. We talk about it because if you're in a place, you who are listening, if you're in a place where you feel like you have no hope, Mm -hmm. where you feel like things are not going to get better for you, and and you just feel lost, I am here to tell you 100%, trust the Lord Jesus to change you, and he will. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is the constant renewing of your mind, and... You, you have to have discipline. Yeah, and, and I think the, the reason why we talk about it is, and use our, our stories as examples is because, as it was said to us, contrast brings clarity. Oh, absolutely. And it's so true. And you think about what does that mean? The contrast between how things were and how things are clarifies who Christ is and what he does in a person's life. And it's really, it's really a matter of life or death. It really is. It truly is. And I mean, and I could never, shame on me if I would never tell people about Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's why we have such a, a desire to talk to people and share with people. Because you have, it really is a matter of life and death. You you don't even know that you're lost. Mm-hmm. If, if Without Christ, you, have, you, you don't even realize. Yeah. So... On that note, I had my my seventh point was I'm grateful for teachers mm-hmm. that have invested so much into my life through the years. And being able to still have a relationship with some of them and tell them how much they've meant to me. Mm-hmm. And I got to do that a few weeks ago, reconnect with one of my high school teachers. Yeah. And um, just to tell him what he had really meant to me and the impact that he had had. Yeah. And it, it meant a lot to him. And we have, we have an ongoing friendship now. Um, 
which is <clears throat> which is really cool because I he was one of my favorite teachers. He was mm-hmm. he was the one. In fact, if you've read the book in Wood Drive, he's in I think chapter fifteen. Tom Cashin. Mm-hmm. He's the one that did two major things for me. Number one, he taught me how to think critically. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, he introduced me to the films of Francis Schaeffer. Yeah. <laughs> Which I now love and enjoy. <laughs> um, the, and just to be able to tell someone the impact that they've had. And in fact, when we went, he and I went to lunch and I, I have a book that he gave me. In uh, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think I was a, uh, I was like a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember getting it and it, it meant so much to me that I kept it. It was, I think it was the Bible award. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but anyway, it's a copy of Oswald Chambers book called My Utmost for His Highest. Mm-hmm. And. Mr. Cashin had written something in the front for me and signed it and dated it. And when he sat down for lunch and I slid it across the table and I said, look inside the cover. Mm-hmm. He thought that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm grateful for teachers like that. All right. I have two more real quick. Um, I'm grateful for godly parents who have modeled not only personal godliness to me, but also a godly marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more caught than taught. That's right. And uh, so I'm grateful for that. And I am, last but not least, grateful for a godly wife who loves the Lord and takes such wonderful care of all of us. So rock out Proverbs 31. There you go, Just... Proverbs 31. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think it's just one person doing all that, but it's, it's so good. Well, but this is my grateful list. Yeah. So, and I don't have time for mine. Maybe I am but, grateful for you. So there. Yeah, my list in, is 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 with your list, and then some. <laughs> so, oh, so you guys tell people that you know and love and admire, and people who who encourage you. Send them a message this Thanksgiving. Send them notes. And if someone has made an impact in your life. A positive impact in your there you life. Go, positive. Make sure that you take take the opportunity and just send them a note, or mm-hmm. you know, call them something. It it means so much. I think to we've them. we've lost a lot of that to be have an attitude of gratitude. Yeah, and to to really reach out to other people and say thank you. And in this this age of um, you social know, media. selfie social media, we we we've stopped thinking about um what we can do to give back to those that have invested into us. Mm-hmm. And it, I tell you, it means an enormous amount yeah. when, uh, when you have invested into someone and they acknowledge that mm-hmm. and tell you what it has meant to them. You know, I've had a few people through the years tell me that in one form or another. And I, I remember, I just know how much it means to me mm-hmm. and, which is why you always make an effort to do it for I other people. I always want to make. There's. I have other. I have other teachers on my list that I want to track down because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he wasn't the only one. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So you guys, Thanksgiving, a couple days away. We have so much to be thankful for. 
I just thank you for you listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming along on this little corner of the world that we're in. <laughs> and those of you who have already given to our ministry, especially for the mind polluters, mm-hmm. thank you so much because you don't know how much it means to us. So we just had somebody that donated some last night and you know, we've 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 had it's a hard it's a hard road. Yeah. to do this and it's not about the money. It's not about the amounts of money. It's about knowing that people are thinking about you and they're willing to say, I'm with you. I'm going to invest yeah. in what you're doing. And it, it makes all the difference in the world. So those of you who have helped us and are praying for us, thank you. Yep. So you guys, with that, we will talk to you again soon. We are wishing you a wonderfully blessed Thanksgiving, whether it be with family or friends or by yourself this COVID season. It's okay to be by yourself. It is okay. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. All right. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time.